I loved the emotional rush of being scared. I still do, of course. I don't go out much to haunted houses, but I still love good, old-fashioned, scary stories. Listener discretion is advised. A week went by, and no progress was made on the case. Then the police got an interesting phone call from Flint, Michigan. It was a detective who said he had an informant who wanted to talk about a murder. The man was the manager of the Onion Croc, which was owned by Judy's current husband, Bob Singer. The detectives talked with the informant. He said that Bob had asked him if he knew anyone who could arrange a hit. He also said that one night he went to a seedy nightclub to help Bob look for a hitman. But then he realized that what he was doing was a mistake and he told Bob he didn't want any part of it. Then a week later, a ninth grade dropout who worked at the restaurant, 21-year-old Gary Oliver, suddenly left for California. He came back shortly after Howard's murder. When the manager saw him, his wallet was full of hundreds. The manager thought that this was odd because Oliver only made a few dollars an hour at the restaurant. The police learned that Oliver lived with his grandmother in Flint. The police thought that this lead was worth checking out. Then, the detectives got an idea. Because of the lighting, the witness who saw the car with the two men may not have noticed it was an out-of-state license plate, so they ran the license plate number that the man gave them in Michigan. This time, they got a hit. It was registered to a gold Chevrolet that belonged to a 19-year-old man named Andrew Granger. Granger lived in Flint, just a few doors down from Oliver. The police didn't think that this was a coincidence. They arrested Oliver and Granger, and they immediately confessed. They explained that they drove straight from Flint to Santa Clara. They took turns driving and sleeping. Once they got there, they canvassed Howard's neighborhood. Then they parked their car in a mall parking lot. That's when they ran into trouble. They couldn't get the car started again. An 18-year-old part-time mechanic named Tom Asilik happened to be in the parking lot. He offered to look at their car. After examining the car for a few minutes, he said he couldn't fix it for them. Instead, he offered to let the two men crash at his place. That night, after a few beers, Oliver and Granger told Mesolik that they were in California to kill someone. They offered Mesolik $1,000 plus a brand new shotgun they weren't planning on using in the murder to drive them to and from the hit. Mesolik agreed to the deal. The next night, he drove the two men, and they parked a few blocks from Howard's home. Granger grabbed the 22 caliber rifle and hid in the bushes. Once he shot Howard, he returned to the car, got in, and Mesolek drove away. A short time later, Granger and Oliver made their way back to Flint on the bus. We'll be back after a quick break. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. 
classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least. Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. And now, back to our episode. Four years went by. In 1986, Bob Singer's appeals lawyer discovered handwritten love letters that his trial lawyer, William Melcher, received during his trial. They were from Bob's wife, Judy. It appears that during Bob's trials, his lawyer had been having an affair with Judy. This was a major ethics violation. When the affair happened, Bob was looking at the death penalty. The affair gave Melcher a good reason not to put up a good defense because if Bob were to be convicted, then he'd be out of the picture. Melcher denied that the affair happened. He said that after a vasectomy in 1978, he had become impotent and uninterested in sex. He said it was a scam set up by Bob and Judy to get Bob a new trial. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.